This is In the Word Podcast with Will and Marie. I'm Will. And I'm Marie. And we're on episode 226 as we study the Word of God and try to learn it with you and share it with you. And so we're learning and we have been studying uh, about prayer. And I thought we would wrap prayer up with the first book of the Bible, Genesis. And um, what an amazing book for prayer because... I believe, you know, just in my understanding of prayer, that the first prayer might have been in Genesis 3 when we see that God and Adam and Eve were conversing. So if we look at sort of the definitions that we've laid down for prayer, I think uh, it's listening to God. I think it's a conversation, not a monologue. It's a dialogue. I think prayer is about agreeing with God. I think prayer is defined as God getting his will done on earth as it is being done all the time in heaven. So so when you just lay down those few criteria as kind of a working definition for prayer, you kind of see this conversation with Adam and Eve and God going like a daily cool of the evening visit that appeared to be seemingly casual. And they were just talking, at least until this incident. This incident sort of in Genesis 3, after they had eaten of the forbidden fruit, sort of interrupts that flow of what seemingly was going on for maybe years. You know, we don't know how long they existed before the fall you want weeks months years decades millennia i I doubt it would be millennium because adam died at 9 30 so he didn't make it to a thousand years um listen to that he didn't make it to a thousand years (laughs) yeah a thousand years wow what would that look like (laughs) yeah so so what what do you think about these conversations that uh Adam and Eve and God apparently had in the cool of the evening pretty much look like daily. I'm still baffled that he could have those, that they could have those talks with God and, and get to a point where they, you know, go against him. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised about, I mean, when you think about God, the creator of all things, the great Mm -hmm. and mighty and powerful God who can do anything and everything and all of that and but you can get to a point where you and you talk to him in the cool of the evening every day pretty much right and, well not pretty much but in the cool of the day mm-hmm. and disobey him right i don't know just it just seems like being in all of that power being in front of all of that or maybe he didn't understand god enough or he didn't see god the way we're talking about you know you know how we exalt him and, and and he's big you know he's big and he's powerful and he's mighty could it be possible that they didn't see him that way that it was it didn't i know it may not have been easy but that they were able to defy him and go against what he had told them i don't yeah. know yeah no i i think that's a very good point i think it's a very good point and i think that's why um you know, the scripture says in Matthew twenty six forty one, watch and pray yeah. so that you will not fall into temptation. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, you have to always be on guard. I mean, here, these guys are living, literally, literally living in paradise, right. sin free, problem free, yeah. issue free, worry free, sorrow free. 
and and they could slip into sin. They could be tempted and and disobey God blatantly, yeah. and uh, attempt you know a cover up of sort. But but yeah, I think watch and pray. These were the words of Jesus over in Matthew twenty six. I think they're very appropriate even here that we have to always be on guard, vigilant, yeah. knowing that our enemy is like as Peter says, a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So. Yeah. I think maybe Adam and Eve, obviously they knew the truth. They knew the word. They knew that the tempter was incorrect. Why they didn't challenge him more, why they didn't seem to put up more Yeah, why what they resistance. had wasn't enough. You know what I right, mean? Keep, you know. Right. And I guess we're in the same boat, right? Yes, yeah, I think we, so. You know, we don't see God necessarily in the fleshly form but we see what he's done what he's doing and, and what he does every day right and we still can manage to i guess not believe him or distrust him right is that what we're saying yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and, and we can allow our our guard to let our guards down we 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 unfortunately allow our guards to get down to go down to to leave us yeah. exposed to temptation yeah you know do uh, we get inundated with the things of the world and, and, and it just takes, you know, I don't know, we get so busy and, and, and everything that, it does, that we don't take the time to contemplate. And, you know, that phrase we have, remember, meditate and muse upon the word of God and pray without ceasing. Maybe we don't do that enough. And that's how we can be, you know, get tempted or pulled away or I don't know. No, I think you're exactly right. I think, uh, you know, when you when you look at. Uh, when you look at what scripture says in James 1 14, he says, but every man is tempted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're just looking mm -hmm. at what the, what the chemistry of, of temptation is and how it starts and what kind yeah. of environment needs to exist yeah. for temptation to be successful. James goes on to write that a man is tempted when he is drawn away, drawn away. by his own lust and enticed. I think that's a key phrase, isn't it? Drawn yeah, away. Right. Yeah. Drawn away by, by our his, own lust. By his own lust. So so lust suggests something that's on the inside. Yeah. Lust suggests an inappropriate desire, a passion for something that's wow. that's not uh, acceptable that that's not yeah. pleasing in God's sight. So that lust, that enticement draws us away and makes the temptation more desirable. So, so it almost appears that Adam and Eve must've been interested in that forbidden fruit to begin yeah. with. Otherwise Satan's tactics wouldn't have worked. Well, you know how it is when somebody say, don't do this or don't do that. Don't go over there. That's the exact thing we seem right, to sometimes right. want to do. Yeah. Wow. So that didn't, so so are we saying that we were created with the ability to be drawn away? Well, I think we are. Uh, what's surprising is that Adam was because he was yeah. was not created in in the in sin. You know, he wasn't born in the sin and, and shaping an iniquity like we are. Hmm. Yeah. That's so a good it's, point. it's, it's interesting that he didn't have any yeah. sin in him. But obviously he had the capacity to yeah. sin, you know, right. that, that that ability to be tempted was there. And wow. what's even more striking is that that Lucifer had that same, obviously, capacity yeah. because he sinned in, a, in an environment that was as perfect, if not more perfect yeah. than, than the Garden of Eden. Wow. Yes. And, and he found a way to allow pride to overtake him. 
So I think that, um, yeah, we all have, we all are susceptible. And I think we have to be concerned about temptations. We have to be concerned about our lust and ask the Lord always to, Lord, you know, search me, you know, yeah. Psalms 139, you know, see if there'd yeah. be any wicked way in me right. and lead me in the way everlasting. So I think that all comes from us being uh, mindful. Right. One scripture that, that I like is when it says to guard your heart and your mind. So he warns us, heart. guard it, guard right. it. Don't just, right. don't just accept anything. Don't, don't let your eyes, you know, focus on things, but guard, you know, your heart and your mind. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm thinking about this, you know, because we're talking about prayer in Genesis at mm -hmm. the very beginning. And, you know, circling back to that, it, it appears that the Lord was always the Lord is always faithful. Yes. He knew what they had done yes. before they yes. reported back to the garden. Actually, yeah. they were hiding, quite frankly. Yeah. He already knew that the sin had been committed. He right. already knew that fellowship had been broken. Mm -hmm. And he still showed he still up. He showed up. That is just another he showed part of up amazing. Right, self. right. Because the, the original command back in Genesis 2, I think it was Genesis 2, 17, that the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil, you would die. You would surely die. That, mm -hmm. that, that additional adjective there to suggest that this is non-negotiable. This is not a right. possibility. That is, yeah, that's <laughs> going to happen. Yes. And, yes. and, and they, they didn't obviously physically die. They didn't drop dead. You right. know, they, they still live. They made it back to the conversation. They realized they were naked and ashamed. Mm -hmm. They came back and spoke with God. Of course, they blamed each other and then blamed the devil right. and blamed everybody that was in the room, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, so they, did, they yeah. didn't die. But, of course, we know they died spiritually. Right. Their, their fellowship yeah. with God was broken instantaneously. It was never the same. It's still not the same today until we come to knowledge of Jesus yeah. Christ. Amen. But he's he's. He's patient. He's yes. forgiving. You know, he's all of those things for us. If we just turn to him, return to him. Yeah. There are many times in the scripture where he, where he tells uh, the Jews, if you just, just come to me, just turn to me. Come just, to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I think the mind thing is for me is the thing, because I feel like if mm -hmm. I get my mind right, yeah. Yeah. the rest of the stuff I can stay away from because, um, uh, my mind and understanding who God is and right. learning him better, right. then I can choose better and, and see the enemy's devices trying to sneak in there and get me to, you know, sin against God who is just so amazing and so good. It makes me wonder how we could ever right. do anything against his will and his way, but we can. Right. Well, well, uh, well, you know, when James talks about that over in James 1.14, he says that the temptation is really defined by something going in on in our yeah. heart, in us. Yeah. It's in us. Our lust, our enticement It's the ability. Sa Satan goes on a fishing expedition, as it were. I don't think that he's omniscient and right. knows what our shortcomings and weaknesses are. Yeah. We, he, we expose that when we respond to his temptations. Is that a saying, too, though, that we, we're not satisfied with what? You yeah, know, yeah. We're not satisfied with the right. Lord, what he's Why do you think the Bible says contentment with, uh, you know, godliness with contentment is great, great gain? Yeah. Because I think a lot of us aren't content. Yeah. We want to know, you know, curiosity, they say kill the cat. In this, in this particular case, it killed the human race because Adam and Eve wanted to experience, apparently, what the knowledge of 
the tree of knowledge of good and evil was right, about. They right. wanted to do that. They apparently couldn't resist it. And so it was, it was that disobedience, blatant disobedience, that curiosity, that lack of contentment, wow. that lack of enjoying paradise. Yes. Just what could, <laughs> that, you know, that know. just boggles the mind to think that you can be, have paradise and, have, right. and be in fellowship and relationship right. with the God of the creation, you know, right. and, and, and not be satisfied and not be, no wonder we should, as you know, wow. when you, the, the Bible says in the new Testament, when you think he stand, take heed, take heed mm-hmm. lest he fall yes. because we're, we, even when we're on so-called cloud nine, even when we're on the mountaintop, yeah. if we're not careful, we're still vulnerable. We're we're still in a position where the enemy can, can get a foothold. In right. This. Yeah. Right. Forgive us, God. Please help us. Yeah. That's why yes. we, we really need to remain vigilant. We need to be on our guard. Right. We need to remain prayerful. Exactly. You know, this, and, and in the word. And in the our word. Our growth right. and our knowledge of the word, we can combat the enemy with our with the word. That's what knocks him, you know, down is, is right. Giving back to him what God already said. I, I, you know, you can tell the enemy, no, I'm not doing that. Or, or not even converse with them, but just right. be so strong that you recognize right off that right. that um, this is against the will of God. And I will not do it. I'm Ex- not going to. Yeah, I'm just, exactly. Yeah, I exactly. No wonder the New Testament says he would resist the devil. If we resist. He'll him. flee from us. They didn't resist. Yeah. They engaged him. They allowed this conversation to take place yeah. and then they added to it by by feeding you know the fuel to right. the flame so to right. speak and they they almost encouraged the devil to keep going you know yeah. this dialogue could have been cut off at you know nipped in the bud as we say they right. let the conversation continue and when we shouldn't have even been having a conversation with the devil, right? right? We should. A- exa- well, yeah. as I've often said regarding that particular account is, why were they even in that Ex- particular area exactly. where temptation could be c- c- completed easily because they were near enough where right. once they were convinced, they could easily partake of. You know, they shouldn't even been that close right. to the line. But they, that shows something in us. Right. That we weren't satisfied. Well, right? it, it goes back to the lust. It goes back yeah. to the enticing. Right. They they were they were close enough. They were obviously curious. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. They were obviously wanting to know what was so intriguing about this tree that God right. would say, don't, you know, eat of it. And uh, I think it was that that gave them the devil, perhaps the clue that, hey, they keep coming back to this tree. Apparently something is intriguing them. Uh, You don't know. We don't know the story, but for for them to be close enough to once he persuaded them to do so, they ate shows to me that they were just too close to uh, danger. Yeah, Yeah, they they were. Yeah. So, Lord, we just ask you to help us. Yes, Lord to resist the enemy we ask you to help us to have the strength to overcome we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world so we have the ability to be overcomers we have the ability to to triumph over lust and enticement and that we can be we can be pleasing in your sight at all times we have the spirit we have the spirit of the lord in us you know we he gives us the ability to do that uh exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think so we we trust in what you said in ephesians 3 20 we stand on your word lord and we just ask for your blessings um to those that might be grieving we experience some losses in the uh in the 
body of Christ uh, recently, and we just ask you, Lord, to just bless and console and comfort those that are going through any types of hardships and grief and sorrow and loss at this time. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for your word, and we ask that you help us to learn it, to live it, and to love it. Yes, In Jesus' name Amen. we pray. Yes. Amen. Amen. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on In the Word Podcast with Will and Marie. Amen.